0: to another episode of Marketing Revelations. I'm your host, Megan Hyde, and I'm here with my co-host, Kristen Hughes. Hey, guys. And if you watched last episode, we talked a little bit more about how to build your brand identity. So this time, we're going to talk more about how to build your small business's brand strategy. So, Kristen, if you were to build out your small business brand strategy,
1: what would be your starting place? I would start thinking about the possible content I'm actually going to create first. Mm-hmm. That would be it. So we've start we already identified what our brand is. We've Want to make sure we have a personality, um, so I want that to be created in the content that we're deciding to push out. So some of the things like um, just even how you're going to be voiced in in text, like even just a normal text post with no images, you know, how does that look for you? Um, and then of course images are extremely important. So um, some of the things that I tell my clients is. Uh let, let's start small. Let's let's start with some team photos, some employee photos to really show who you are and then we can get into a little bit more about your products and services, things that you guys provide. Definitely. Agree?
0: I agree with you and I would say getting some pictures of you as the business owner, your staff if you have one already, right. interior, exterior or even your processes, like you have control over all of that content. So that's a very easy place to start. Mm-hmm. And you can make the investment and hire someone to take those photos, or you can use your cell phone. Right, like just start it and and start somewhere,
1: um, and that that's affordable and it's easy. so right. that would
0: probably be my first first
1: thing. One of the things we've noticed too, a lot of people interact with just even short clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, to video is always great. So, just explain a job you're doing. Maybe explain. Um, maybe you could give like a. Um, Tip Tuesday kind of start, you know, think about, I know that'll get into how we're going to plan out our content, but things like that that could be helpful for your business owners to actually, I'm sorry, your customers to see who you actually are. Definitely.
0: And right now video is really, really popular and it's performing even better than most still images. So that can be really intimidating for a small business owner, but there are a lot of ways you can create that content. So like with a smartphone, super easy. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of apps out there you can edit in. So one I've used before is called Splice. Um, yep. It's, I think you might pay $1.99, but then you can upload your vo- videos, you can speed them up, you can add music, right. you can use title slides. So all of that is very user-friendly. Um,
1: iMovie is also on, Definitely, um, just comes on your actual Apple products. So mm-hmm. that's always great too. Very easy to use. So, Super easy. Yeah. So that's what I would start with. Do something
0: feasible that means something and really think about what your clients would want to know or your customers. And then
1: also think about like, like what's easy for you to make. What makes the most sense? So, how would we start to push that out? So that's the the next step we need to think about.
0: An integrated strategy is always going to work best, but you always need a starting point that you're familiar with, so that you're confident as you move through this process. Facebook is a really easy one. Um, Instagram is now owned by Facebook, so if you are posting to Instagram, it'll push through to Facebook, which may make your life easier. Um, you've also got Twitter. You've mm-hmm. got LinkedIn. LinkedIn is really popular. Um, so that's really where I would start. And then making sure all of the content that you're planning to put on those channels matches. So if you're putting one thing over here, you should really put something very similar on the others, Mm -hmm. what do you think about that?
1: Absolutely, there are other channels and there are free apps that you can use like Hootsuite's one or some other that could help you with scheduling those posts just a little bit easier too, Um, Mm but that's a great idea. It needs to be all pretty consistent.
0: Definitely, the other one I was thinking about is Pinterest. It gets a little like Mm -hmm. forgotten and it's really not considered a social channel anymore. It's considered more of a database. So you can post your photos or if you're doing tips and tricks, all of those kind of things And your images should tell a story or your videos should tell a story. So Mm -hmm. when we said, like, break it down into, like, if you have a five-minute long how-to video, maybe you can break it into segments. So you have, like, the full video that lives on YouTube, which we haven't mentioned yet. And then for Google, you add in segments. So step one, step two, step three. And then those could be a series of posts on Facebook and Instagram. So that's one piece of content you've taken the time to make that turned out to be maybe 15 or 20 different pieces of content for different channels.
1: And and that's a lot for a business owner. So where would you say you would start how to plan that out? Well, so, what do you tell your clients?
0: I think about starting for the year. So you take a year and like, just look at 12 months. Mm-hmm. What happens when? What's your seasonality look like? When do you expect clients to be reaching out? What are they expecting from you at what time? And that's how you're going to plan your content. And if you think about like, Retail's is a really easy example, right. they're planning for Christmas in August or the holiday mm-hmm. season in general in August or Halloween it starts in July. So you want to think that way. You're not going to be putting your content out the same way, but you need to have it prepped and ready to go. So that way you're not behind the ball because your potential customers can feel it if you are behind the
1: ball mm-hmm. on all that. Yeah. Actually, they're probably even planning before that, but you know, oh, yes. we're seeing that as consumers during that time yes. too. So that's a good point. Yes, yeah. um, And then the next, e- even just from a year to year, go quarterly from that. Like you said, just having, an, that might, if you feel like scheduling out for the entire year is a little bit crazy for you or just, it's a little overwhelming, mm-hmm. um, coming up with more detailed content doing a quarterly basis, is could help you as well. How do you feel about this? Do you feel like you could start from scratch for your own business and build out a strategy? Yeah, I think, <laughs> it, I think for a lot of business owners, the content, um, they know what they want to share. Um, and I think they they understand their businesses. Most of the time, they've been in business for a while. They're just not focused on this part of it. Mm -hmm. So if you already know how your business is and the seasonality and um, how it actually plays out, then it makes it a little bit easier now to create that content because you can think about that from the customer journey as well, too.
0: Absolutely. And it probably seems a little overwhelming, but once you sit down and take even 30 minutes just to think about this and write out some ideas in a timeline format for the year, it's really going to start flowing for you and it's going to feel a lot easier. So don't be scared to take those few minutes. You'll be fine. Yeah. So let's move on to our newest segment where we break down a piece of marketing that we've seen recently. Last episode, we had talked about Domino's and how they have done this crazy tactic with mm-hmm. an app and pictures of pizza.
1: <laughs> but Kristen, I think you heard of a yeah. cool one this week. Well, I just observed... I. I noticed Geico started replaying their old commercials, which I love. I think they're fantastic. Um, a couple examples would be uh, the big one that I feel like has been played a lot in, in our area would be the um, the pig in the back. His name's Maxwell, and he he's and, my he's, pig. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the little uh, what is the uh, the little piggy cried wee 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 all the way home, <laughs> and he's got the pinwheels out, and it's like freaking hilarious. It's so funny, uh, <laughs> but it's. Um, that that one, and then the other one, my favorite one, is the hump day, um, the camel. And I think he is fantastic. So they started replaying these commercials, though, and I was intrigued to think about their old pieces of marketing, you know, bringing those back. And I, I wondered, and I didn't realize that they're voting on these. Yes. So you found that out, right? They're voting on these, and we, we had talked about that. Yeah, so this is like a complete campaign, yeah. which is hilarious because they really haven't said anything
0: much about it. However, they're playing these throwback video or these throwback commercials, and then you go online and you vote and see which one is your favorite, which is actually kind of brilliant in and of itself, because right.
1: you're re- reusing content that already performed well. Right. So. so they've already paid out probably on these spots. They're all done now with those. And then now they're just, yeah, reusing content. So definitely, we've actually used that strategy before too, or I've, I have with my clients before where, you know, we don't have newer pictures, but we take the older pictures and actually um, make something out of it, but talk about a different part of the picture or a different piece of that. So it's, that is... That's fascinating in itself to me because it's saving down on a little bit of the cost with, you know, additional people think you have to go all big and new content all the time. And it's like, let's talk about what you've already done and how we can make that a little bit better. So um, I think this is a great tactic for Geico. So. I think so, too. The other
0: part is they they measured the success, obviously. It's a huge right. company. But that's why for a small business, it's still important when you release something new and run it for A while, you need to measure it. You need to see if it's working and if people are responding because if you change your campaign and your new campaign's not working, you may need to go back to tactics you tried previously and refresh them and find a new way to, like, give it a fresh look. That's a great point. Yeah. Also, the other piece of it is it's nostalgic. So that's Mm -hmm. huge right now. And right. it brings us
1: back to who we were when we originally saw that ad. Yeah, I'm a big fan of – I know there's, a, like, the 90s kick is around. I know those commercials that I'm seeing weren't specifically 90s, but um, that's just a piece of, like, why everybody loves the nostalgia effect, too.
0: Definitely, and yeah. it just, like, creates
1: an emotion
0: Yeah, where you're like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. So you're, you kind of feel special in a sense. Yeah. And that's one of, one of the tactics advertising can take is it can always be, like um, – emotion like where it's fear or love or whatever but this one's just like happy thoughts and i love it that does it for today's episode feel free to leave us a review a comment or subscribe here on youtube you can also subscribe on itunes or on google if you have any additional questions you can shoot us an email at podcast at revlocal.com thanks for watching bye